Hey, welcome to the Cyptionary Christmas Ooh. Special Edition. I think we are Christmas hot edition. Mics, right? Are we hot mics? No, see, I kind of feel like mine's not. Well, I turned your microphones down or your Wh- your ear things down, your headphones down. My, because my if we turned it up, listen. Yeah. Uh, ooh, yeah. That's okay. too loud. That's too the crackling. Ouch. Yep. Okay. That's better. The crackling shit. Yeah. Up. The crackling. So I tried to turn it down, and there were, there were for there's some no reason, snap though. I would write maybe snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. Snap. So crackle. you're gonna have to deal with it. So our right. our listeners don't have to deal with. I'll it. deal with it. I will deal with. No it. viewers. So sorry no about viewers allowed. Rest in peace, your earbud listeners. Yeah. So this is our special Christmas edition. Is it special though? Yes, it it's always, always is. Special. It's always special. Because none of us are all. Special. We're all going to be special. Um, in special. different parts of the world. Special. Oh, actually, we'll be special. very close. Actually, special. you and I, Dad. Right, we will. But be. Um, different oh, households. Yeah, that's weird. Special. And I, I mean, I'll only special. be two hours away. To be honest. Special. Oh, that's right. Special. So that's weird. So special. we are we are actually special. doing. Okay. 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 <laughs> we got it. Thank you. <laughs> that's not annoying at all. Can you please keep doing that? Okay. Special. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, but we will be doing, um, what, um, are you guys going to be doing some earworms, musical earworms while you are, excuse me, musical earworms. Yeah. But we do that all the time. So I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's an earworm. <laughs> Were you seeing, this is a great test. Okay. For all you listeners out there, take a, take a song okay. and just take a small portion of the song. It's, it's, this is a real thing. So this is called, okay. earworm. I didn't know it was called, it's called earworms. A, it's called a musical earworm. This is what. You naming that? That no, I'm serious. You can Google it. Can you really? Google, yeah. Google, Google, hey and, Google. And what you do is in a large setting, right. you just take that small, yeah. like two measure, whatever, like just normal. What is very easy, everyone can listen to, recognize. You just start either whistling or you can hum it, and that's all you do. Whistle it, yeah, it's and bad. hum it, and you it's do it really through irritating. the. You, but you just do it quietly. You don't do it loud, right? You just as you're kind of talking or as as conversation lulls. <laughs> and then you special. wait. Special. You wait special. for somebody else who to unconsciously either repeat that same sound uh-huh. or continue on in that same sound. Oh, so you the continuation. And, then, and you win. And you, and you win. win. Yeah, right, it's called the win. musical earworm. It's uh, a great, it's like it's a great game. It's it. like when Jim pranks Dwight exactly. with the Pavlov dog. Yep, yep, yep. exactly. The Altoid. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but like in musical form. <laughs> yep, Altoid. Uh, Altoid. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, that's called a musical earworm. Yeah, you can you can uh, train, but that's I just it's a great study on how much control you have over other people. <laughs> it's a, it's a basically it's basic psychology is what it is. It's so great. I love oh it. Oh my goodness! So when you're at Christmas dinner, yeah, uh, Christmas party, you just do it because we do it all the time, and it's great if you can have like. You get another person in on it. I think we just annoy people. I don't think people actually get it nope. stuck in their heads. No, that's not true because <laughs> we do it pretty frequently. And then sometimes unconsciously you'll hear mom like continuing it or one of our kids continuing it. It's great. Our wives never know. She catches on. They hate it. Yeah, they hate it. If they if people are up to it, then which is yeah, why they'll never right. listen to this podcast. No, they right. never listen to the podcast. Yeah. So musical ah, earworm. That's okay. That's all right. Earworm. I didn't. I didn't know it was actually a thing. So it's I a mean, real thing. Well, it's I know. Really I know doing it was a thing, but I didn't know. Yep, yeah, we do it all the time. <laughs> so, so yeah. Just so so Dad and I are going down to Greenville. So we are. Um, so and but for two different South, South Kakalaki. So just so you know, on Saturday I'm getting together with Uncle Steve Sam and Uncle Rick and family. Awesome. And family. We're going out to eat. 
That sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. No, I mean, it, it, I, in some ways I'm going like, I wish both of you could be there because Steve will just get on a roll. Steve. Steve, Steve. Steve is funny. Steve is the... Where are you guys going to eat? Funny. Um, Stacks Omega. Ooh. Okay, hey. so I might no, actually... Stacks, original? Yeah, Stacks... Not no, original. Stack. No, not original. Stacks Omega's Stacks open? Original's or, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stacks on, Original. On uh, Orchard Park. Omega's Stacks delicious. Because yeah, I had to, actually I had to have Stocks? them check. Oh, my I said, God. I, I'm Omega. like, so where do you want to meet? And they're like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Rocky's Chicken is where you want to meet. Not for, not for yes, you do. breakfast. Rocky's Chicken. Oh, no, you're going I'm, for breakfast. breakfast. We're doing breakfast. I'm not sure Rocky's Chicken is open for breakfast. Yeah. If you're a listener I in Greenville, Rocky's me, Chicken, do it. Did, what? Saturday morning? So, uh, yeah, Saturday morning. So Tropical so Chicken. They go, do oh, it. No, dude, Tropical, tropical chicken. chicken's so good. So they're like, I'll I don't have know extra where to go. I go like, well, I heard... Stacks Omega used to used to serve really good breakfasts. Where is used that? To, Where is they that? They don't know that. Well, I'm like no. I haven't been there in so long, so I don't know. And so, so Wait, you so, you asked where is it? N- no, they did. That's that's the point. Where so I said I said I think on Orchard Park, and uh, um, Rick goes no Congaree Road. That's I'm a like, different one. I'm going no, like, no, 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 not Congaree Road. That's McAllister's. He's thinking of McAllister's. No, there's a Stacks on Congaree. It's just different. That's it? that's the Stacks Grill. No, that's not true. Look it up. I can't remember. See, I can't even Look remember. It up. Any, anyway, so Steve actually Googles it, Google. and it's uh, it's on Orchard Park. Yeah, of course it is. And I said, well, and it's Christmas Eve day. For breakfast. So is it open? Oh, of, of course, course it's is. open. Yeah, that's going to well, be open. N- it's it's like I, I don't house. take anything for granted anymore because I don't know well, I just don't know sure. so it is open okay, so we're so you're saying there. Saturday morning for Saturday lunch. morning for yeah. no actually it's brunch it's it's kind of like what a time? ten a ten yeah a ten um I won't yeah, be coming it's Saturday morning yeah right. I'm not so, driving that far so. that's all right so I don't I'll, even know. I can talk to Brittany about it but we got to eat we got to meet Mama and for for lunch down there too so we're going down though for Brittany's family right. So we're actually doing Christmas on Thursday night with oh, Christmas wow. dinner with, with her extended family. Oh, okay. But then we'll, of course, our immediate family will do Christmas on Christmas on Sunday. Day. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there, do you guys, I mean, do you know if there's a church service on? There is a church service. Okay. So yeah. I, I, we haven't figured that out We're yet. probably not know. going oh, okay. to the church service. But if Barb and Brad really want to go, we will go. Couldn't do it. More power to you. It's not about me. Yep. I hear you. That's good. It's good for you. It's about Barb and Brad. Yep. As sucky as it's going to be. As sucky as... What? I, I, you know what, though? I haven't even checked. I bet you nine times that... Well, I bet you he's not preaching. Still. Okay. Well, we so... I, I'm, yep. uh, my guess is that we will go with them to their church, so... Yeah, good. So they're yeah. still going at Peaks? Stuck uh-huh. Pastor Peak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My guess, so... Um, yep. I'm meeting. Um, a I plan to eat a lot of junk food and go disc golfing. That's what I plan to do. You know, I've thought about taking my golf clubs because I. I'm my not taking my golf clubs. Oh yeah. Because I think I might want to. I don't know. I don't know what time I'll have to do stuff. Yeah, but I'm not. Taking we're gonna be there because we're only gonna be there for three days. See, we're so. gonna be there most of the week. So I'll just be saying hi to people, and then we're gonna try to shoot over to cheer. Raleigh. Yeah, you going to Raleigh? That's yeah. crazy. So. Yeah, we're not doing that. Then we're coming home. Of which I will also be playing disc golf. 
So and it is the junk food. it is the time for traveling. It is. It's also the time for family, and I think I think it'd be good if we just chatted for a little bit about the art of family. Encouraging if I can say it that way. Encouraging those who have difficult family situations. Yeah. they will be around. The right? art and science of family. The art of family. <laughs> no, I just think I think it's probably what, more art than science. Well, I think what most people don't realize is the amount of work that it takes to actually enjoy to family. have a family oh to enjoy family yeah it's it's uh it's going to be a tough one because i think we're all kind of going into situations where we have individuals in those family members that are just really difficult to deal with so like um i mean we've got we've got health issues people yeah, with health got, issues right. we got people who we are do. just like just naturally just people who maybe aren't as gospel centered as probably they should be or Christ centered as they well, should be. Well, let's just be honest. We're not always. Well, that's what I'm saying. Gospel like, well, centered. I'm including yeah, ourselves. I feel like you're calling me out here. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm including ourselves in this. Because there are many times, as much as we love family and want to be around family, there are many times within that environment that we are going, I don't want to be here. Right. Like, this sucks. Or, <laughs> this or I thought A would, would be B. Like, in other words, like what I'm seeing. I thought would be yeah, our something expectations else. Aren't around our expectations reality. are out of warp, and so see, I I struggle with that because here here's where I'm at. This this is ha- this happens to me all the time. I'm mostly a positive person. Like I I mostly have fairly upbeat and positive outlooks on are, life most you, of the time. Are you positive? Sometimes. Um, you would consider yourself of the three of us the most positive person. Optimistic. Okay. Optimistic. I don't. I mean, why? We should I mean, take a poll on that. That would be interesting. Sure. Poll. That'd be that'd be interesting. I mean, obviously not amongst us, but like amongst other people looking in at us. Yeah. I. I mean. I think we're all kind of a little bit biased on that, probably. Probably. So probably. What, what would you say? I would probably say that I'm probably the, the most optimistic. But see, again, I'm biased, so that's why I think we should have. That'd be an interesting well, conversation. By far, I'm. I'm. Yeah, you are definitely no, not. That's definitely not true. Um, <laughs> well, you didn't let me fact. finish. No, we know exactly. <laughs> but I here here's what I struggle with. I I mean I struggle with the optimism oh, of like I I you know because I I I like family time. I like the idea of family time, and you know it's it's kind of rare in these holiday times reflect that you know we only get together so often especially with some members of the family um, because of distance and things like that and so I look forward to it then I have high expectations and then in the middle of it because I normally am optimistic and have high expectations I normally feel like my expectations aren't being met in regards to this family time and therefore I get really sad and then I'm also like then pessimistic about yeah, see, the whole that, that's experience. what I'm saying. You're optimistic when you're optimistic. <laughs> Correct. He's not wrong. Correct. He's not wrong on that. <laughs> I don't think I was arguing that's against some of that the, reality. But you you can also be you can, in other words, like, you can also get in that pessimistic ditch and I'm like, is he ever gonna pull out of that? You do get pretty you get you oh, get, I know I you do you get out of shape. I know I do. And it's hard for you to get back in shape. Yeah, it, for real. No, I know that. <laughs> I know that I'm for sure. always out of shape, but I'm <laughs> constantly in shape. Yeah, I mean, like, so that's that's where that's where the struggle is for me. Is like I'm never in shape. Where like is there a time where you can just like have the right outlook, have the right expectations, and then come into it comfortably and be like, "Yep, that's kind of what I thought was going to happen." I never feel like that's what happens. Yeah. So I've I, okay. I've been doing this for 
40. That's why you guys years. do the earwig thing. I'm telling you. So no, it's a little no. game. That's you can why play. I play disc golf because most <laughs> of the time say, I do it by myself. I say I'm, you go in with no expectation. In fact, you kind of go in thinking it's going to really be not good. And that's where you then, that's where you guys but, pick up and say like, yeah. "Oh, you're pessimistic." No, then, like, no, I've been doing this for 45 years but or then so. Here, but here's how that works on my generally optimistic heart. That, like, in other words, it turns me it turns me sour. Like, it turns it turns me upset. Like, then I'm like, I'm gonna hate this. I don't want to go. I don't like to go. Like no, that's that's how it. No, that's no, how no, it, no. It should be this other way. I should go. I need to go. But. In the past, I've gone with this high expectation that everything's going to be slick and hunky-dory, okay? When it doesn't, then I get all upset. So I know that this time I should go and I need to go. So I'm going to go knowing that probably things are going to fall apart. But you know what? That's all part of It's in my computer already. So when it happens, I don't have to panic. I don't have to get upset. What I can do is just kind of smile and go, yeah, that's how it, that's how it goes. That's how it is. And I think, I think that's just realizing, hey, we're all under the curse, every one of us. I know what it feels like on that other side. I can understand why they're responding the way they're responding because, frankly, that's the way I would respond had I come with those expectations and it doesn't work out. Um, and so, so it just helps me give grace and it's, it's not, it's not being pessimistic. It's, I say it's being realistic and just realizing, no, this is the way it is. Even our family times, our times suck. No, our times, <laughs> sometimes they do when, when <laughs> the curse is seen and his, his blessing comes as far as the curse is found. And well, it needs comes, to go a little farther. It some comes this family. far. I'll just say that <laughs> it comes this far. Well, you or you can actually have that in your computer as this is how it's going to go. The curse is going to show itself, and when it does, you go like, "Oh, there it is. I knew it." So let's keep going. Because I've enjoyed. Listen, I've enjoyed the past things. several years. Like what I, I heard was, so start <laughs> pessimistic, <laughs> continue on in pessimism. No, and don't you will be, ever be pessimistic. Nope. And you See, can't that's be not uh, pessimism. You can't be disappointed. Uh, that's not pessimism. That's you can't just be realistic. That's just realistic. Like, what if you just um, went into every relational conversation, our opportunity or environment, fully expecting to celebrate the differences, the weirdness, and even the frustrations of the other person? And then you can, then that can lead to, yeah, you know what? That's just kind of how that person is. And you know what? It's kind of annoying. So you're, so you're, you're pessimistic. You're going into it pessimistic. No, you just, you, you can go, hey, no, that's No, because there are great. weirdnesses. Awesome. There are, there are yeah. these idiosyncrasies that's, that are there. That's all I'm saying is realize they're there and enjoy it. Right. That's, that's not, but that's not being pessimistic. You're being joyful. That's exactly right. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. That's not what you're saying. That is what I'm what saying. What I'm saying that is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is just focus in on the 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 weirdness and the good things mm-hmm. around other people and then and then you can you can live inside that. And anytime it goes outside of that, anytime they push themselves outside of that, you can go, "Hey, you know what? That's weird." And um maybe internally you're saying, "And that's okay. And that's fine." Because right. I've got my own weirdness and I've got my own that's exactly what I said. Idiosyncrasies and yep. selfishness and frustrations and and I think it I think it's fun to and just watch you and just know that. But it's see, happen. that's why I do mm. the musical earwigs because 
Yeah, I just it, don't. I just it don't think annoys other people, and oh. it gets people talking, and then you can have a conversation around it, and then you can just play a little game with yourself, and it's and everybody else around it in a game that they don't so even know they're playing. So life's about you, then. Life is a game, <laughs> and um, there's no winners in this life oh, game of life. Oh my goodness, everyone's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I, well, I, I hear you guys. I, I hear you guys. I think there are challenges too when there's emotional damage emotional uh, when there's re- when there's real emotional damage relational damage you know yeah, but it's I, not, I just think that's what so grace easy. that's where grace comes in and just understands yeah of course and if it wasn't that it would be something else yeah seriously i hear you where, it's just, i mean it's just you tough. feel this way i i mean all of you guys feel you feel this it should be this way but it's not Oh, that sucks. That stinks. Well, okay. So you understand. You know how that feels. So they're saying the same thing. They're going through the same thing. You know what it feels like to be that disappointed, and so you can you can commiserate with them. You can you can have that in common with them and go like, you know what? I understand that feeling. So let's 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 change that and let's just enjoy each other the way we are and the way it is, and let's move on. I think if not, you really really end up not loving them as Christ would love them. I don't think you, you, you don't serve them well because you're too busy serving yourself. That's, that's, that's my statement. I mean, I just think the, you look at what love is, you look at what grace is, you look at the, the, the work of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, faith, meekness. Those are all things that all of us struggle with and it should be this time of year when when you give yourself to it. So, yeah. Yeah. And Grace and peace to all of you. And it takes work. Yeah, it does take work. So that it means your computer work. has to be on and you have to be reading things and going like, nope, I'm not going that. I'm not going to well, let sorrow uh, my day. Then I'm going to try to be real this year. I'm going to try to be real. Oh, um, what oh, does boy. that mean? Can we... Um, I'm just going to try to be real, realistic. Yeah. I'm just going to try to be... So I don't have that expectation that they have to be perfect and that they have to do. So what it I is gonna do. it is gonna suck. I'm just Can we gonna stop shaking the table. <laughs> it is. I'm just gonna be real. It's not me. It is you. No, you were no, touching the be, table. It literally is you. You are the only one touching the table. Hopefully that doesn't. Sorry, like the whole. You know house what? But is I have shaking. to. I have but to lower my, my expectation right now. I have to just be real, right. and I have to celebrate that with you. Just celebrate the. the Dad, weirdness. I'm so glad you are the way you are. <laughs> that you shake the table sometimes. I commiserate with you. I know you wish you could change. I certainly wish you could no, change. No, but we should say that um, this whole... when it, The reality is that, and this goes with not just family members, um, but all people in your church, even the difficult ones, the way that um, you build all those relationships is by serving them, just as Jesus has served us and loved us. And we get to uh, just rest in God's promises for us and his... And his joys for us as we interact with people who are very frustrating and um, can be difficult to deal with and cause a lot of cause a lot of stress and just pressure and our and it's hard work to 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 build relations with them. So as the Christmas season comes upon you and you spend time with your family, and especially the difficult families or the weird families or the families that have just 
I've gone and, and brought misery and, and frustration even among themselves, and they kind of share that with you. Remember that Christ reached out to you even and in your own misery and plucked you up and, and saved you and redeemed you. Right. And that allows you the freedom to love and serve them as Christ has loved and served you. Yeah, I think a good a good suggestion is to keep in mind that three days is probably enough. Yeah, and I I mean you don't and the, yeah you don't just you don't you, you don't, don't want to overstay. You don't, but you also like three days is some. But sometimes the other fl- flip side is like sometimes three days is all you get, and that means like you're not going to change anybody in three days. Nope. Like you're not you're not gonna you're you're not gonna be the one. To finally nope. knock some sense into your family's mind, like and so, nope. yeah, free yourself from that burden. That's not on you. The, you know, you're not going to solve anybody's problems in in the pressure cooker of family time, which is the most stressful kind of family time. So, and, and you don't yeah. want to solve people's problems. Like you don't want to be the problem solver. <laughs> quite honestly, yeah, that's and that's not what God's called you to do. That's why you know you don't you live apart. You know, and that's I mean, sure you have influence in your family. Do what you can do, but that's not like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a huge, that's something I'm right. I'm like, I'm not, I don't live with some parts of my family all the time. And so here I, I come in, fly in, zoom in once a year. That's all I get. Wreck the house yeah, with so the like, kids and then zoom out, fly out. Right. So it's tough though. It's tough. Enjoy though. Try. Merry Christmas Try. to all and to all. Uh, be real. Good Try. night. Be real. It. Be real. It. Um, that being said, we obviously will not all be here next week. So, right. So no recording next week. So this is our Christmas. So episode. take some time off. So if you were hoping to escape to the bathroom and listen to an entire sorry. podcast of the Sipsonary on holiday. Sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Im Urlaub. What are you, um, what are you imbibing in? And then we can wrap it up with a Devo. What am I imbibing in? Um, Oof. Yeah, you know what you're inviting. Wait, is that you? Well, I told I kind of said that He's last. The what for? I am the what for. Yeah, we talked about it last week about the the German stuff. I'm doing I'm doing that. Um, I'm on a C.S. Lewis kick. Um, I think I've told you this. Have yep. I told you this? No, yep. I didn't. Know oh, this. I'm on a C.S. Lewis kick. I know why. Um, so I yeah, I'm kind of dedicating oh, this year to C.S. Lewis and trying to read all of his stuff and um. Find out more about his his life and his ministry and and things like that. I say ministry. I mean that very lightly because I'm not sure he would even say he has a ministry. But um, anyway, so I'm I'm reading up on him. I'm actually taking a class at uh, Hillsdale College of all things, and um, I'm taking a class on C.S. Lewis. Um, and it's been it's been really good, really insightful. So the problem of evil uh, is kind of the first thing that we we hit out of the gate. Um, just general philosophy on on God being present, theism. So is he teaching it? He's he he's he gone. He's, okay. He gone. Um, but it's really good. Yeah. So I I am going to be hopefully over the course of this travel going to going to be reading a book called Surprised by Joy, which is essentially his um, autobiography of his conversion. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I would recommend. I've watched uh, this little. It's it's strange. I don't know what to call it. It's not really a documentary. It's kind of, um, but maybe it is. It, it's kind of like an auto documentary, but played through actors. Um, so it's called C.S. Lewis: The Most Unlikely Convert. Um, and it's only like an hour and fifteen minutes long. It's not very long, but it basically is him reading through portions of Surprised by Joy, um, and but with an actor. 
with with actors mm. it's 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 unique i don't think i've ever seen anything like it in terms of like what it is it's it's a documentary it's an overview it's an autobiography it's a documentary it's all those things kind of combined into one uh, but i highly recommend it it's really good um and kind of gives you an overview of of his life tolkien shows up you know because tolkien's a big part of his his story of conversion um anyway so that's kind of what i'm doing recently um so starting on on that journey it's been it's been a lot of fun and, and good it's been good to um think apologetically that's something that's been been helpful you know his his main contributions of uh, to society and culture are basically like literature um so he does a lot with just literature wine which in the wardrobe type stuff he's basically the reason that um science fiction exists in many ways i mean he's really the originators i mean the, the yeah he inspired tolkien's um right stuff yeah. yeah and 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 i'm sure i mean they were friends conversely you right. know the the inklings they they did a lot that way but that kind of started the whole you know science fiction kind of genre in that in that way a lot of it goes back to them um so literary um contributions but certainly um apologetic contributions and then philosophy just general philosophy moving from um atheism to theism to christianity he provides a lot um, that way and it's 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 just cool it's just cool to see kind of a normal guy um i I will say this um it's it's interesting he calls himself the most unlikely convert which i think is is fine it's it's probably true in some in some ways because he was really working against god he was really working against a philosophy of of theism um and christianity because he kind of started with christianity then decidedly move moved away and then started to come back um but it is a little it is funny too because i'm like you can't ignore even in his writing and even in his apologetics how much he is influenced obviously by the spirit you know and it's like as a christian you can't unsee that stuff basically the spirit drawing him um, into faith and him seeing things, having his eyes opened, which goes to show you, like, you need more than just apologetics. Apologetics are basically to remove roadblocks to faith, but you also just need faith as well. Um, so it is funny. Is he, he calls himself, like, the most unlikely convert, as if, like, you know, he wasn't being drawn supernaturally, but it's like he, he clearly yeah, was. Yeah. Um, so it's just a good reminder, too, that even as we work with people, how much they need the spirit of God working in their hearts, drawing them or else nothing else is going to make sense or, or come to light. And I do think we need to be able to remove roadblocks, um, you know, uh, sensible roadblocks that are in their, their path. But ultimately you can see the spirit leading him in, in clear ways. And you're like, nah, it was always going to happen. You can kind of see it even from early childhood, how God had set him up and given him some of the spiritual resources to be able to just kind of like, in other words, he wouldn't have come to the conclusions that he came to without the spirit of God using stuff in his heart way back then mm. that were, that were wow. impactful. It's cool. So C.S. Lewis, have yep. you, are you reading his sci-fi stuff or are you, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Um, I, it, I am not a fiction reader as probably most people know. And t- to get, I know that's going to be the challenging part. Like I can read the apologetic stuff all day. Love that stuff. I can read the philosophy all day. No problem. It's the it's the the fiction stuff that's going to slow me down. Well, a lot of so apologetics shaped his fiction stuff, right? So, so I I feel like I need to get all of that so that I can see the fiction and be kind of drawn that way. Or else, in other words, talking beavers are not going to do it for me. I need I need more than talking beavers. 
I mean, my my eight year old can there's be talking more, beavers. There's more than just talking beavers. I, just I understand that. I understand that. Anyway, it's so good. I'm diving in. I'm humbling myself to Mr. Beaver, Mr. and Mrs. Beaver on Dam Hill. That's where they live. And uh, Mr. Tur- Tumnus, Tur- Turkish delight. Mr. Tumnus, Mr. Tumnus. Very cool. Anyway, that's me. Very cool. It's my uh, Pevensies impersonation. Is it Pevensies? No. What's their names? You're a Pevensie. The, the kids' names? I don't know. To, I, don't I have a Pevensie to pick with I you. I can't remember their last yeah, names. Yeah, it's the Pevensies. It is? That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right. Susan. Susan. Timothy. No. <laughs> no. Dad, you have the uh, Tom devotional? Tom. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, being Christmas time, we, we want to think somewhat christmas but um it, i i i find that we've we've spent this entire year in the first testament and um christmas is always here but but it's ne- never winter only celebrated <laughs> once a year <laughs> no but it, it's just See, always that's a, funny because in c.s lewis's mind <laughs> it's, the story is always winter winter but is here christmas. but it's never christmas right it's in narnia that's because of the queen oh sorry that's why i switched it because it always seems like when, when you're reading when you're reading <laughs> the old testament little signs and pictures of of redemption um show up and that's what christmas really is about is that our redeemer comes but um, I've been I've been keeping my nose in the study, uh, and I'm coming to an end with this. But uh, the study of Malachi, and we all know that uh, the priests in the Old Testament, the design of the priest was to come and bring um, lambs, slaughter them, put them on the altar, and make atonement for the sins of Israel. Um, but in Malachi's day, they they got very lazy about it, and they they would get, they they weren't lazy about doing it they would go through the motions of doing it but what they brought was spotted lambs and crippled lambs and blind lambs and um and you just see them continuing to do this day in and day out and day in and day out for the people and what it ended up being was it brought um corruption basically into worship hmm. and worship was supposed to be very clean and um, the Lord rebukes the priest through the messages of Malachi. And in chapter 2, he brings this out. He says, and now, a priest, this command is for you. If you will not listen, if you will not take it to heart to give honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send the curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Um, and so even, even the good things you do will be, will be cursed. Um, he says, indeed, I've already cursed them because you do not lay it to heart. In other words, like you're just going through the motions, and because of that, nothing's nothing's going to come out clean in this. Behold, I will rebuke your offspring and spread dung in your faces. Mm, lovely, the dung of your offerings, and you shall be taken away with it. So, in other words, like it's it's he's taking the the dung of the animals that he is that he has slaughtered. They would burn them, and he would take those offerings and spread it in their faces. Put it in their in their faces. Gross. So shall you know I've sent this command that you that my covenant with Levi may stand with the Lord of hosts. Because he says with him, My covenant with him was one of life and peace, and I gave them to him. It was a covenant of fear, and he feared me. He stood in awe of my name. True instruction was found in his mouth, and no wrong was found in his lips. He walked with me in peace and righteousness, and he turned many from iniquity. For the lip of a lip of a priest should guard knowledge, 
and people should seek instruction from his mouth for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts but you've turned aside from my way you've caused many to stumble by your instruction you have corrupted the covenant of Levi says the Lord of hosts so I make you despised and abased before all the people inasmuch as you do not keep my ways but show partiality of your instruction well once again he's he's showing the the picture of the the dirtiness of of the priests and which is why they had to come in and do it all the time all the time because sinners are forever sinners and people forever people and they they sin and it just it's it's all over them and so it had to be gone over and over and over which is why when jesus comes it becomes such wonder and awe and joy because finally finally someone's going to do away with the dirt and the corruption um, and they will come and the writer of Hebrews says it this way that that um, he he will die, rise again, and go sit down because there's nothing else to do. It's done, and this is what Christmas really is about. It's not it's not about um, going and seeing the babe in the manger. It's about understanding. No, this is accomplished. This is this is done. It's finished, and everything from now on is based on the fact that it is done. And I think I think it's it's real important that especially we today, um, we have a better better view, a better grip on on what was done than even Peter and and Paul and James. Um, they they could see it, but they they couldn't see it as full as we do. And one of the things that we're going to do this next year is we're actually going through First Peter, um, and Peter spends a lot of time bringing hope into people's lives because he knows because he was with Jesus both before during and after um, and he went through a terrible time himself but he knows it's done it's finished he doesn't have to work anymore and even um, Paul had to get after him because he kept insisting that things that it had, wasn't done that it wasn't that it wasn't done and he learned I think he learned his lesson well but my my point is this is where I, I think we we need to live in the fullness of it is finished, it is done, and rejoice in that, and let it be something that just drives us and motivates us to love. And um, we, people people are all the time talking about um, peace, and and um, you know we we've got this thing going on in um, <laughs> in Columbus. They're they're trying to make this law against tobacco and law against guns and law, you know, just, and there's just no peace. And you can see the striving that's taken place and people are going after, and they always go after the, the wrong thing. They go after, we've got to educate, we've got to do this and we've got to do that. And one of the joys of the gospel is, you know what, this, this takes care of itself when you submit to the God of peace. Yep. When you submit to the Prince of Peace, the one who comes and actually says it's finished and know that it's completed, done. And so that plays into the fact that is Jesus really God and the Godness of, of Jesus and the humanity of Jesus really comes to play so that we can sing songs like, Oh, come all you unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Come those who are broken and wounded, those who are, um, because it's done. Um, Christ is born. And it's like Christ is born, and that's another way of saying it is done. It's done. Yeah, it's yeah. finished. Yeah. And I, I just think we need to we need to really focus on that. Let our hearts rejoice in this. This has been a a rough year, um, for for some of us, 
And I am finding this to be a, a time of, of great peace and great joy. Um, we had a, our, our concert, our Christmas concert, our church did last week. And I'll tell you, it went really, really well. Um, but one of the things that, that just overwhelmed me was the fact that Christ's work is done. But not only is it done, but it was enough. It, it was enough. And that word enough kind of can be placed in this idea of our righteousness, um, that we keep doing our righteousness because it's not enough. Yeah. But, and so we can call it, it, it is enough and our enoughness is in Christ. Mm -hmm. So, so let your heart rejoice and, um, find complete peace and resolution in your own soul for all the, the greed, all the covetousness that's going to come to you at Christmas let Christ be enough. Yeah. That's right. It's Amen. Good. It's good. It's good. Well, enjoy your uh, your travel. Enjoy your family and your friends, loved ones. Uh, enjoy the food. Uh, enjoy the fellowship and all the other F words. Fun. <laughs> fellowship. <laughs> food. food. Frolicking. Family. And playing the Eskimo way. Uh, yeah. Feliz Fala Navidad. Cuplianos. Fum to nine fum 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 fum